the soul's journey, like a hero's journey, is going up the top of the mountain. And once you're there, you can look over and look at your whole life perspective and go, oh, now I see all of the things that made me believe that this wasn't possible. But until you get to the top, you don't get the gift of that perspective, right? And what most people do is they turn away midway up that mountain. They give up on themselves. Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have on the show Danielle Einman. And Danielle is the creator of the Hypergrancy Formula. And she is a human design expert. And she's a manifesting generator like myself. And she uses her story really to help women get out of the way of their own money struggles forever. She found herself in a financial rock bottom situation about five years ago. And she used the tool of human design to find her way out of this and helps women do the same. And she now helps high achieving women build wealth empires of their own with her process, the high frequency formula. And we are talking today really about so many things. What started out as a conversation about money and just kind of the connection between human design and money and success turned into a whole conversation about just all things... (laughs) really just life and energy and using human design and integrate human design into all of that and how to work with your energy type, how to work with your energy type with money and with the energy of money, how to work with your energy type just in terms of like living in alignment. So such a good episode. I highly suggest that if you haven't listened to my previous episodes on human design, if you don't know what it is, there's three other episodes at this point that you can go back and listen to to kind of get the basics of what it is. And while you don't necessarily have to have that before listening to this episode, it does help kind of all of it tie in together and you're, you'll be able to more easily integrate it into your own life. So I suggest you listen to that first. This is such a good episode. Just being able to implement it in your own way with your human design type and really understand how it applies to you and how it applies to your success and your prosperity and just the legacy that you're building for you and your family. So I love this talk with Danielle. I'm so excited to bring it to y'all. And let's jump in. All right, y'all, let's jump in. I'm here with Danielle. And as you know, everybody listening, I am obsessed with human design and I probably talk about it uh, like a super obnoxious amount, but I'm excited to have Danielle on because, you know, we've talked a little bit about human design on the show, just kind of in general. I've talked a little bit about tiny gift wellness. And I love Danielle's take on it because she really focuses on like the wealth part of it and like the money mastery part of it and the success part of it and using that and tying that together also with your health. So this is a really fun conversation. So thank you so much for joining me today, Danielle. Hi, I'm so happy to be here with everybody. Yeah, Yes, me too. This is going to be so good. I love, I think what I love the most about human design, I mean, there's so many things, but I, I love like the practicality of all of it. And I love... Like there's so many ways you can implement it into your own life. You know, like there's so many ways you can tie it. There's so many aspects of your life you can tie it to. So where did you kind of get started with kind of tying this, you know, your love of human design to like this financial piece? Well, it started when I was really unhealthy. (laughs) Mm, Interestingly (laughs) I was really sick. 
right? I mean, mind, body, and soul sick, but I was just at a place in my life where I call it a rock bottom. Like I was down in the dumps. I was like, everything I have tried has not worked. In fact, it got me here. So I'm going to stop trying to do it my way. And I'm going to start doing it in alignment with my design. And I had heard about human design through Lacey Phillips podcast and was like, okay, what is that little thing she keeps talking about? I feel like the universe is trying to tell me something. (laughs) And so I just went down my rabbit hole and figured it all out. And it began with really learning to take care of me, right? Looking at myself as a divine order of God, I'm coming in to learn how to treat myself, my body, my mind, my soul, as if it is divine. And I hadn't been doing that, Yeah. right? So then after learning that health piece and really uncovering what really makes me work, right? It wasn't the bottle of wine every night. That was not helping. And it wasn't even, you know, I know we talked about this, but it's not even the cardio that I found myself doing all the time. I was like addicted to this cardio thing. And I thought that was health, right? I thought my ego told me a bunch of stuff about what health was. And my authority was like, here's what it really looks like. Right. And part of being healthy was, of course, after all of the Danielle got out of the way bullshit and started living healthy, the money, the money came. Right. And part of being wealth energy is what I term wealth energy is being okay to receive a lot of money for living here and going through what we, what we go through here. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I feel like that, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have that story. And, you know, I think mine, when I found human design, I feel like there was like a lot of similarities to what you're saying. Cause I think that like you're saying, like I, you know, I thought I was healthy. I thought I was taking care of myself, but there was a lot of pieces that I was leaving out because it was inconvenient or, you know, I didn't want to focus on, you know, I was more of like the physical part, right. And the mind and soul part was like, well, I'll just deal with that later kind of thing. And I think that makes such a huge difference when you are able to look at, well, first of all, look at your health from that like holistic lens. Like, okay, you cannot separate the mind, body, the soul, right? Like they're one Mm -hmm. and the same. Right. And then using that lens of human design, like you're saying, like actually living, you know, within those, I don't want to say parameters, but just live the way you were designed, like live according to your design. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Cause it's, you don't want to say it's like within boundaries. You don't want to say that because- A lot of it's like, well, you should be this type or that type. Mm -hmm. And what I found was I just felt better when I listened to my authority, when I allowed my authority to make the decisions about what to put in my mouth and what exercise to do and what, you know, what doctor to go see, which was led me into acupuncture and gut health, truly gut health, because your microbiome in the intestine, all of that is the access to your authority. And when you clear that up, the inflammation in there, you get access to a world of the unseen. You get access to the world of your authority. Now I teach, I say, when you access your authority, you open a direct connection to your higher self. And that's how we, I mean, that's how I learned to just love to operate my life was having that connection established. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, and I think, you know, I think that's why you can look at human design from so many perspectives, but I feel like that's why, you know, getting a little bit like a little bit deeper than service level in human design is so crucial because when you're able to understand like the energy centers and understand 
you know, the correlation to different parts of the body, it does manifest itself physically when you have, you know, when you aren't living in alignment, when you have blocks in these different centers, like it, it does show up physically in the body. Yeah. Your body is your antenna. Mm-hmm. The body will tell you where the health is, where the love is and where the money is. Yes. The body will tell you. Yes. And if you're too clouded in your energy systems, you will miss it because it's so subtle. You know, divine talks to us in a very subtle energetic frequency. It doesn't overtake our will. We have free will here. It doesn't overtake the ego. It's not here to battle anything. It's just, hey, here I am. I'm going to just throw you these little ideas, inspirations. Maybe try this. Maybe try that. Maybe you want to throw, you know, this offer out at this price. Like maybe, right? And it's, there's no judgment. There's no clouding. That's where the wealth is and wealth meaning all of it. Right. All of it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Absolutely. And speaking of money, because I, I wanted to really hone in on that piece too, because I think like you're saying, I mean, it's, and really and truly, I mean, it is, you can't really separate it. Like abundance is abundance, yeah. right? In every aspect mm-hmm. of your life. But I specifically, just because we have been honing on this a lot it, with, you know, looking at it through human design, when we're looking at, you know, the energy of money and, you know, it's going to be different for, for everybody, but can you speak a little bit about like how each of us, I guess, let's look at it from like energy types, right? Like how yeah. we are designed to work with the energy of money based on our energy type. Oh, I love this question. I love it. Thank you. Okay. I'm all, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Yes, take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just start by saying every energy type, every aura operates with the underlying frequency of scarcity. You just have to think about that for yourself. Like, where do I, where do I believe there's not enough of what I want? Whether that's hitting you in your life right now with money, health, and maybe your relationships, satisfaction, whatever. Where are you feeling the frequency of scarcity? You got to be really honest with yourself. And then if we're going to break it up into energy types, I see common ways that the energies are conditioned to flow with the energy of money because we're all, we all have a thought of the way money actually works. So we block with our thought the way it actually works, the way it really works. So for generators and MGs, it's, I can tie them together because it is, it's always about, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough to get me where I need to go. And I'm going. Mm-hmm. So it's like painful for mm-hmm. MGs and generators to slow down. It's painful for us to want something and want to create something in our lives and feel like there's a roadblock money blocking us from getting the thing, whether it's you know, I know I need to do this thing for my my body, but Pilates is too expensive every month or heading to that acupuncturist is, you know, more than it's more than I want to spend. And instead of allowing the curiosity be around the frequency, like, isn't that interesting? The first thing my ego told me was it's not in my budget or it's too much. Isn't that funny? I wonder where else my ego is telling me. Mm-hmm. As soon as you open that door of curiosity, then you allow the mind, you allow the ego to kind of take a back seat because the ego is just going to answer your questions. Yep. You can outsmart the ego. Mm-hmm. So the ego will say, well, here's where else you do that. <laughs> and then you find <laughs> out the whole story of your life, right? But you realize that that's not really the truth. Okay. So then projectors, <laughs> I see this overwhelming 
I don't have enough invitations. Mm. There are not enough people inviting me in to share the genius that I have, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm always with projectors saying, where do you have enough right now? What part of your life do you have enough? Is your health enough right now? Is your relationship with your partner enough right now? How about your children? Then let's look at your money last. Because until you recognize what you already have, the universe will not send you more. Yep. You are not recognizing the abundance that you carry just because you are you. Yep. Right. You've just been conditioned to believe you need something outside of yourself. So that frequency of scarcity gets to just live on mm-hmm. and operate the show behind the scenes. Right. Yep. So I work on the, the, my projectors with that invitation. You have enough invitations. You're not recognizing them as enough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And manifestors, they're fun because this mm-hmm. energy is so, <laughs> this energy is so big and they haven't realized how big it feels to other people yet. So their underlying scarcity frequency really sends them into a tad of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Right? And I've seen it in different degrees for different manifestors. Like I've seen it in different degrees. So this is not, I have heard like, oh, manifestors, they're hard to work with because of this, that, and the other. Well, they're not. If you understand that what's really going on is they haven't learned to manage their alignment frequency and they're not self frequency, right? So with this entitlement energy, you want to walk in and say, ask your ego, like, and you can do this on your own. Okay. Well, why do I feel entitled? to have more, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone's like, I don't have enough. What do you not have enough of? You got to scale that down. Is it health or is it money or is it love? Everyone's looking for those three things. And if it's really money, then you have to look in the other parts of your life of where you believe you don't have enough or you're entitled to more. And then the reflectors, they overconsume. Mm. So reflectors are the open energy right? There are open energy beings and their aura is very, until they learn to use it, it's very spongy, absorby. And so they outsource what they need from other people. So if it's, I'm outsourcing, my body is supposed to look like this and my health is supposed to look like this. And because this guru said that, then they absorb that and kind of sample in and become that instead of using time to separate themselves and say, oh, I I woke up this morning. What is my underlying want? Mm -hmm. Because it's not the want we want to stifle down. The soul came in to want things. It wants things so it expands. And if you, for the reflector, if you're not allowing time for you to figure out what it is you want, then you're subject to operating a life out of what other people want. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a lot of alone time looking around. Where am I consuming so much? Maybe I'm consuming a lot of money. Maybe I'm consuming a lot of food. Maybe I'm consuming a lot of sex. Where am I over consuming to stimulate my aura into feeling like it has more than enough? Because if the underlying frequency of scarcity operates your aura, then you will live a perpetual life that screams to the universe, there's not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So with that mindset of scarcity, like in your experience, where do we see that show up in the body? Like, are there 
physical signs, I guess, that we are living in this like kind of scarcity mindset like you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Well, it does start with inflammation. Mm. We will start there. You could have the best diet, the best exercise routine. You could be on all the supplements and you will just feel overall puffy. Yep. Right. You'll look at yourself in pictures and you'll be like, that doesn't look like I feel like I feel like I should look better in that picture. And Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. Right. Because think about inflammation. It's your body's way of holding on. Yep. So your body's holding on because the underlying frequency is there's not enough. And if I let this go, I won't have enough. Right. You determine what enough is for you, but think about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, you know, once the, infl- and it, you know, I talk about this live, Brady hears me talk about this all the time, but once the, once the inflammation starts, it's just like this cascade of effects from there, like everything else starts dysfunction. So I think, I mean, I think just starting there and saying like, Hey, this is how it's going to show up is with inflammation. Like that, that's enough to be like, okay, like how many other things are going to start malfunctioning? Now that my body is inflamed from, you know, holding on to this. And I do, I like that visual that you said of like inflammation is like the body holding on to stuff. I mean, that's because that's exactly what we're doing. Like we're holding on to those, those scarcity mindset. Like that sits heavy. I've, I've always feel like that too, that it, it's like a heaviness that your body, body feels when you're in that scarcity mindset. And when you're, you know, feeling that not self theme, it's just heavy. Yeah. The it's years. And what I'm learning is it's lifetimes. Totally you know, of holding on to scarcity and mm-hmm. like you name, what is your trauma? Right. What is the emotion you're afraid yep. to go into? Yep. You find it for yourself, right? But I mean, you get to choose alignment theme or not self. It is a daily choice. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so you have to be very radically honest with yourself, right? Because I mean, most people now are like, I'm comfortable. Like I'm walking around this world pretty comfortable i've got the relationship i love the home i love you know i get to feed myself organic food i get to do the things that my parents didn't get to do or even my grandparents right so i'm feeling like i've succeeded Mm -hmm. but what the soul is here to do and what gives us this beautiful map of human design to do is to open up the box to another layer another level for your evolvement for your life Yeah. You know, so it takes mindset, but it takes you looking at your energy as, okay, this, this is a choice I have. Yeah. I can release and I call it, like I say, you're tolerating a layer of not self. Like I can tolerate that layer of not self, or I can turn toward the layer of alignment that I really, really do deeply desire to live in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so yeah, good. I'm just, I'm curious, where do your clients, now that we're talking about that frequency of scarcity, where do you feel you see your clients kind of slip into that? Yeah, I think, you know, most of mine are coming, well, I mean, all of them really are coming with chronic issues, right? And yeah. for a lot of them, it's, I mean, I am like, I like this because I heard Dr. You know who Dr. Mark Hyman is? He says this before he calls himself the resort doctor because he's the last resort. I feel like it's the same thing. Is it? Yeah. I'm like they're, they're like I've tried everything. I've been to all the doctors. I've tried all the diets. Like just tell me what to do. You're my last resort kind of thing. And I feel like that. So when they come to me, a lot of times the scarcity part shows up in just in terms of their view of like healing, right? Like it's right. like they're now because they they've dealt with this for so long. It's like their identity is their 
you know, their symptoms or their diagnosis or whatever, like it's part of their identity. And so it's, they can't see a way out. So it's the scarcity mindset shows up. I'll get messages from them. And, and a lot of times that, you know, they need to vent and I get it because, you know, the healing path is never linear. So there's days where they feel like crap and then they feel better. And then a couple of days, you know, so it's going to be up and down, but, you know, I get some messages sometimes from them and it's like, you know, this isn't working. This is, I'm going to be with this forever. And it's just, you know, they start to doubt. And so the scarcity thoughts in terms of like, this is as good as it gets. Like my health is just, this is what it is, you know? Yeah. Well, what's coming through to tell your audience is the underlying frequency of scarcity that's showing up for you is you are mistrusting your body. Mm. It's natural healing abilities. That is good. Because not of any fault of you, you are doing nothing wrong. You haven't learned how to trust your body. Mm. You haven't learned that there actually is another way. Yes. And your journey, I like to say this in, in metaphor because I feel like people understand the message I get in a metaphor way, but it's like your journey is a mountain and your climb on the mountain is all of what you're speaking of. Like it's not working. It's getting hard. I don't even see the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is it? Like <laughs> I'm just getting overwhelmed here. Will I ever get to the top? And the soul's journey, like a hero's journey, is going up the top of the mountain. And once you're there, you can look over and look at your whole life perspective and go, oh, now I see Mm -hmm. all of the things that made me believe that this wasn't possible. But until you get to the top, you don't get the gift of that perspective, right? And what most people do is they turn away midway up that mountain. Yeah. Yeah, and they give exactly. up on themselves. Yep. You know, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And and you know, a lot of people coming to me have done that. They've given up trying things because it didn't work. At some, but it's but I love the way you said that because this is something I say. I say it in social media all the time. Is like our bodies are equipped with everything they need to heal themselves. Like our yeah. bodies were designed to heal themselves. It's just through these layers of inflammation and all these things that things are just blocking it's our body's innate ability to do that. So I love that what you said, they really are designed to heal itself. And so, yeah, they're that inability to trust our bodies to do what it's supposed to do. That's, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I mean, you had a, a part of, in order for you to get where you are, Hope, right? You, you're now able to serve other people. You had to get to the point in your journey on the mountain where you were like, okay, I can help somebody else. Like it's no longer, I get it now. I trust my body. Mm -hmm. I know it will tell me what I need to do for it. Now I'm ready to help somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for sure. For sure. Well, and like you're saying, I mean, it's being able to have that perspective and look back and be like, oh, okay. Like this is why the journey was as tumultuous as it was. Right. I mean, it was all it's all part of the plan, but it's- yeah, that's why that rock was there, yeah. <laughs> you know, totally. And then, and then that rock was there. And then look at what happened. A doctor came from out of nowhere or a healer like hope came from out of nowhere mm-hmm. and helped me get up the next yeah. step of the mountain. Yeah. That's just, that's how it works. But all of this is the unseen yeah. and we're just conditioned to believe what we see or yeah. hear, feel, touch, you know, yeah. instead of trusting that our soul, our higher self is literally on that mountain with us saying, let's keep going. Yes. Don't get distracted by the rock. <laughs> let's go. Yep. Yes. There's a snake there, but you're good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, and 
I know you talk about this too, and I kind of wanted to touch on this and just talking about healing is you talk a lot about like healing the feminine, right? And so I wanted to speak to that a little bit and what that means and what that looks like for people. Yes. I mean, so for my own journey, I, (laughs) so I am an MG, right? So I am a fiery MG. I've got my defined will and I've got this sacral energy. So before I knew how to use all of it, I was busting through life. Like everybody better keep up with me. (laughs) Right. But (laughs) what I learned was that was a masculine use of my energy. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was conditioned to use my energy in a masculine way. And that is why my life wasn't working out. The universe was like, all right, let's shut down her income. Let's shut down her health. Let's shut down her relationships so that she finally gets what I'm trying to give her. Mm -hmm. And what I realized in my journey of falling in love with money, because I have the money line. And when I found out that I had the money line, I was like, okay, what does this mean? And what it means is to learn to learn a relationship with the masculine as feminine. Mm. Okay. So let me explain that because I know that it's the way I see masculine and feminine energy getting talked about in the circles is that there's this rise of the feminine. It's time for the feminine to like stand out. Yeah. And that feels masculine. feminine to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wait a minute, what really is feminine? Right. Feminine is I trust the masculine energy of money to take care and support me as I stay in the feminine and receive. Mm-hmm. Feminine is receiving. receiving. Mm-hmm. You know, I can receive the support for my body. I can receive the support for my bank account. I can receive the support from my partner. Mm-hmm. Right. And using money as a way to get you what you need. So what I discovered was empowerment, the frequency of empowerment was how you stayed feminine and worked with masculine Mm. alongside one another, right? Because the masculine will do what it needs to do. Money is masculine. It will go out and do what it needs to do for you. So your rise to the feminine is, okay, I require my body to feel like this, look like this, And I need this much sleep every night and I need my time in my, whether it's a business or in your day to create using your energy of your aura to go in and create something to go in to serve. Ultimately, that's what we're all here to do. And I trust the masculine to make sure that I have enough abundance in my life to where I go in and create. And then the masculine takes care of that, you know, birthing of whatever I create. Right. But it's that balancing of telling the masculine what you need from it. So I, I had a relationship with money before I had my relationship with my family Mm -hmm. come back. You know, Mm -hmm. it was just really deeply, Hey, listen, this is what I need from you. I'm counting on you. So I'm vulnerable here telling you, I need you to do something for me. I need to make my house payment while I make this business. Right. right. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's such a good distinction because I do think it gets a little convoluted. I think when you hear different people talk about masculine and feminine, and I do think that some people really inaccurately just distinguish between the two. And I think you said it perfectly. I think that, you know, with the rise of feminism, we think that's the rise of feminine energy, but it's, it's not. So I I think that's a great distinction and understanding that 
the feminine is the receiving, right? And the masculine mm-hmm. is the doing. And yeah, so I, I love that distinction. It's so true. And, and it's so valuable to, and I like the example you gave too, it's receiving healing from your body. Like it's, it's more than, you know, the money, it's the body, it's the healing, it's the relationships, like it's all of it. Yeah. And the feminine energy has really been operating from unhealed wounds mm-hmm. of not being able to count on masculine. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, my childhood was no one's taking care of this little girl. So I got to take care of this little girl. Yeah. And there's a lot of room for the wounding of the feminine to stay wounded, right? It never, ever turns into a scar. It stays a scab. Right. And so when you go in to heal the feminine of, oh, it's just a misunderstanding of how I've been using this energy. It's just a misunderstanding of the toxic masculine because you don't have to be a part of any masculine energy you don't like. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, I love that. So when people are, you know, everybody who's listening to this, because I, I think there's so many ways you can apply, you know, everything that we're talking about right now. Because if you're listening to this, hopefully you've listened to all the other ones. So you at least have the basics of human design before jumping into this one. But for Ooh, those this who- is, okay, so we need to go into a little bit of the basics. <laughs> yeah, for well, sure. Well, we can. I mean, I do have some episodes that we can. Yes. Do you want to jump into a little bit of the basics? Well, what were you going to say? What were you gonna uh, say? I was, yeah. No, I was just going to ask how we can kind of looking at how we can use our human design to, you know, be more magnetic with, I mean, everything in our life, right? With money, with health, with relationships, like using our human design, like and living in alignment per se, how we can use that to really magnetize, you know, the wealth and, and wealth just all around, right? Like the money, the relationships, the love, everything, like using that, your human design. Okay. Well, what I do is I connect with my higher self. And so it's a little bit of a channel, but she's asking if you would be open for me to just kind of give a reading. Let's do it. Kind of a reading because then what I feel like your listeners would be able to do is grab their charts if they're interested in it. Mm -hmm. And then they'd be able to go to this part of their chart and do their own deep dive. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Let me just tune in. Okay. So she wants to point out that the first journey into the human design chart reveals a layer of permission. Like, okay, wow, my whole life makes complete sense. Where has this been all my life? Why didn't anybody teach me? Right? That's the first layer of understanding. The next layer is really connecting with your own authority because your own authority knows how to guide you to what it is that you want. Your authority knows what you want when you don't even know what you want. Okay. And she's saying that a lot of people really do not give themselves permission to tap into what it is they want. So on the health journey, you haven't even yet tapped into what it is you really want for your body because you haven't allowed yourself even permission to believe that it's possible. So those hearing that are, that this is resonating with, the message is it is not only possible, it is your next step. The reason you're hearing this is because it's waiting for you. Okay. So the part of the chart that she, the gene keys are a part of the human design chart. And I mean, for me, I didn't even discover the gene keys until I was a couple years into my experiment. I was like, okay, finally I'll learn what these numbers are. (laughs) But when I did, and it was all divine timing of when I went into it. So just for your listeners, just remember that this is a book you can open whenever you feel called. There are sequences of the gene keys. There's the genius sequence. And Richard Rudd did like all of, he was the one who discovered like the download of the gene keys and what they all meant. That's the genetic 
Let me just explain what that is. So that's our DNA genetic coding for our destiny, or the fulfillment of our destiny. So we are encoded with layers of shadow and layers of gift. And if we like to stay in the shadow, it's as dysfunctional as it is, it's gotten comfortable, <laughs> you know? So yeah. she's recommending that you find your different sequences. So there's three, there's the genius, there's the Venus, and there's the prosperity. Now, wherever you're feeling the most down in the dumps, rock bottom right now in your life, like no hope, ask your authority, ask your higher self, which sequence is the one that you need to start with. And so I started with prosperity because girl, I was like, am we going to make my house payment next month? I'm a little concerned about this, you know, it's like, yep. I'll figure out the money stuff yeah. and then I'll go back for all of that. Like, right. Right. So my nervous system really required the prosperity sequence first, because what you're looking to do with these sequences is which one will help my nervous system regulate to the resonance of mother earth, the resonance that it is all enough. It is all on divine timing. You have not missed anything. If anything, you're just allowing yourself to get distracted from your destiny. Mm. So I feel like that would be a good place for them to figure out their next step for themselves. Cause that's quite a journey. Have you done any work into the gene keys? A yet? little bit. Yeah. I have actually had what another girl I'd interviewed. She kind of went through my gene keys a little. And that was, I mean, I looked at it, but mm. she like kind of explained things a little better. So I'm not, I'm not an expert on it, but it is completely fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it explains a lot about why you got where you, yes. why you are, where you are. Yes. And then what is actually trying to like transmute yep. out of you? Yep. It's so beautiful. Mm, I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. I love that. Thank you for that. That was amazing. And I think that was such a good, such a good picture for everybody and like how to like kind of put this into practice. So that mm -hmm. was great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, regardless of your design and your expertise on human design and the gene keys, like I like to tell everybody, and I probably will kick myself for doing this, but I, I was a nurse for 24 years and you had to have all the certificates, all the classes, yeah. all the education in order to say you were something. And so yeah. I like to say, make yourself the expert. That's right. Certify yourself. What are you it. certifying yourself in when you look at your, this golden map of opportunity yes. for you? Right. Yes. And then find your own frequency of empowerment. Right. What does that even mean for you? You know, does that mean that you need to step up your boundaries? Does that mean, you know, for the manifestors, does that mean you have to tone down the entitlement because of how it feels to other people? You just have to get curious and go, hmm, what does empowerment look like to me? Mm -hmm. Always being aware where you're allowing toxic masculinity to define a frequency of power for you. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think it goes back to, I think you asked me this when I was on your podcast, like what the most important part or what you're, what you think is the most important part of your chart. And you meant, uh, you kind of alluded a little bit earlier, but you were talking about your, you know, your not self theme and, you know, living in alignment and all that. But I really, and truly, I still, even though there's so many fascinating parts of your chart, but I really do feel like the not self theme really is, and this is my opinion, but I feel like it is the most important piece because I think like you're saying, this is when like, that's the part you reflect on, right? If you're feeling the resistance, if you're feeling the scarcity, all that come up, like you're feeling that not self theme. So where are you out of alignment, right? That's where it comes up and being able to go back to that piece. 
Yeah. I mean, that. I love that you said that in my podcast because you know how pe- people just look past things like that. Like, yeah. right. They're going down the YouTube rabbit hole and the Google rabbit hole and they're like, okay, da 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 da. And then they're missing, wait a minute, none of it works if you're not right. in the Yes. It's none true. of it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said it earlier, I think in this, our time here was, okay, wait, hang on. She's saying something. Yeah. You said it earlier in, in our time here that the self theme is we want to stay there. Did you say this or did I say it? Sometimes I'm like, who said it? <laughs> was it you? Was it me? Was it <laughs> about being like comfortable, right? Was that what comfortable you in the self theme versus the not self? Because yes. we get comfortable in layers of not self. So yes. the manifester, and they will never admit this, but it's like, they get comfortable in a layer of anger mm-hmm. because for the not self has worked for you to get you where you are, right? Right. You're an MG, right? So okay. that layer of that little bit of anger and frustration has worked for you yeah. to get you where you are. Now the work, the goal is, Hmm, what's, what happens if I release that? all Exactly. Yes. I was just having a call earlier with, a girl I've done some work with and she does like inner voice sessions and all this stuff. And she, we were talking about that because, and, and that's me to a T. I will tell you that, you know, hand to God, like it's, you know, de- like working, like, I feel like I had to have that frustration and impatience, like, bah, you know, this is what I'm working against. Like, like it was required, you know? And then we were having a conversation earlier where she was saying that, like, what does it look like being able to like accomplish everything you want to accomplish, like without that piece, like maybe it doesn't have to be hard. Maybe you don't have to be frustrated and impatient, you know, like, I mean, that is a huge perspective shift because we do attach ourselves to that. Like you're saying that those layers of not self, we attach ourselves to that and, and, and our nervous system feels comfortable there. And we don't know how to operate without feeling like that. Like it does. It's like scary. Like, oh, wait, no, wait, I need the challenge. I need the hard, like, no. <laughs> Yeah. It's, and when you start to look at your life in that way, instead of, cause the brain likes to go to all or nothing. Yep. Like I'm all the way satisfied or I'm all the way frustrated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, what is frustrating right now? For me, the funny thing about my not self is because I've done so much inner work, the not self will show up. It'll be the stupidest thing. Like I can't open my, my bottle or something. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this anger just comes. I'm like, Whoa, hold up. Yep. Because of the relationship I have with my higher self. Now the, it's just the authority is how can we push her to evolve through that not self even more? So look at your not self as a beautiful red flag. Like, Oh, here I go again. Mm-hmm. Like I get excited when the not self shows up. Well, Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> my kids will have to be like, okay, that not self. <laughs> That's great. Can we tone down the not self? <laughs> but I always go, okay, let me take this into a contemplation session. Or let yeah. me take this to my journal. Yeah. And it's not about like, I'm going to dissect this. Cause you know how, when we're really in to personal development and really figuring ourselves out, we think it has to take like every morning I journal for 20 yes. minutes. This is my Yes. Meditation and centering practice. And <laughs> and yes, that's good. Like I want to just say off the bat, for those of you who do not have that practice, that is your training real, real practice to get to where you just access it on demand, yeah. right? You can just access it through the day. You just know you're connected when you feet hit the ground in the morning and you're yeah. off running. That's 
there you go for all your gens and MGs that worry about the time it's going to take to <laughs> actually connect, right? But once you do, then you allow your questioning, then you're allowing the not self to teach you something. Right. Yep. That, and that's huge. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways right there. If y'all didn't miss what she said, like allowing that you're not self thing to teach you something. And, and that's it. It's just being able to tune in and like you're saying, connect, right? Connect with your higher self and being able to figure out like, where is the frustration coming from? Like what lesson is here right now that I can glean from feeling my not self thing? Like it's all about figuring out the lessons and knowing what shifts have to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I have one, a question that I like to finish with, but I love this conversation so much. And I know everybody listening is going to want to know more because they're like me and I just can't stop learning about human design and all this. I just love it. So where can they find out more about you and everything that you do? And for those who are listening, who are business owners and want to kind of work through that part of it with you, where can they find out more about you? Yeah, well, I think the best place to go is on Instagram and I'm at the wealth code coach. Perfect. So I'm over there. I update my link tree all the time. So you can find out what's going on in the brand over there. I have a podcast that I love to pour value into, and that's Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design. And I gave you all my links, so I'm sure they'll yep. be in the show yep. notes. And I think that I help people with high frequency. So we look at your design and say, this is what your destiny is and where are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's perfect. And yes, of course, I have all the links. I put those in the show notes so y'all can check that out. And the high frequency formula is the name of your process. So I love that. I love that. And of course, go check out her podcast. And it's, I mean, all the things human design and like how to implement it in every aspect of your life. Like, yeah, go check out her podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's business run brand, but it's like... If you were to take the information in the podcast, first of all, it's divinely downloaded. My content, the formula, all of it was a divine download. And Mm -hmm. I put it in the podcast for just knowing it hits who needs to hear it at that time, right? Because it's not about what I'm selling, what I've got going on. It's Danielle, get out of the way. Here's where you're pouring value in. Now we do it two days a week. We do hot seat coaching. I love it. Yeah. That's been really fun where people get on the, like you and I are on this call and then they bring a problem or like something that's sticking them. And I break through that lock, which is just shadow trying to get your attention. Yeah. Once we uncover the shadow, they move to gift and it moves energy for them. And it's, really, really That is awesome. I love that. And that's what the podcast episode is your actual session, your hot seat session. So Wednesday we have hot seat coaching and Mm -hmm. then Saturday I have basically divine content downloads. So I marry it with, here's how you can do this to make money. Yeah. Right. Because everybody fucking wants more money. Here's how you can do this to make more money. But what we noticed there was kind of a gap in the human design world where nobody was coaching with this information and putting it online for someone to see. And my son is my manager. Like my whole family came back into my brand. I love it. It's an amazing story. It is amazing. But he opened up YouTube and I was like, well, I don't care if we have any more. I don't like social media. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) Personally, I'm like, I have somebody do that for me and I will answer my DMs and stuff. But (laughs) 
YouTube is where we're getting a lot of feedback of Love just it. thank you for showing me mm. how it actually works for me. So I, yeah. I like to use the coaching as like, if you are this design or if you are this profile type, this might help you in some way. Yeah. I yeah. love it. That's perfect. I mean, again, like I was saying at the beginning, like it's all about practicality, like using it in practical ways and applying it to different aspects of your life. So, I mean, that's the most helpful content is you creating that, letting people like apply it to their own life. So I love it. That's good. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So the last question I want to ask you, one that I like to ask everyone as we finish, what do you think is the most important thing you can do to live with purpose? Connect with your authority. Mm. It doesn't matter what your motivation is to connect with your authority. The connection with your authority will automatically fulfill your purpose, mm. will automatically take you on the road of that trail that's the direct access to the top of the mountain, right? And what I find people doing is only using their authority when it's comfortable, when it's convenient, and when the ego says it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I love that. That is such good advice. And I think if anything, y'all go learn about what your authority is and take that away because that is, yeah, that's a beautiful piece of advice. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Consider you, this yeah. a meeting with your higher self. Mm. Oh, I get to meet you. I know. Here's the thing that's funny is like everyone knows they have an aura and everyone talks about the higher self. Like my higher self looks like this and my higher, you get to meet her when you connect with your aura yes. or with your authority. Yes. There you go. Yep. That's the door it. Is opened. That's it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you for all this insightful information and all these practical ways we can apply this. And just, I mean, it's all about living in alignment. And I, I love all of this so much. So thank you. Well, thank you, Hope, because you are doing amazing work in the world. And I just, I want to acknowledge that. Thank you. I want to acknowledge that. I know you've been on your own mountain mm -hmm. and the service that you provide people is valuable and it truly impacts bigger than you even know. Thank you. I appreciate that very yeah. much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.